All right, that was a little 8-bit version of Down Under by Minute Work. This is Best Friend Maze, and I'm Christopher Long. And I'm Johnny Castagna. All right, uh, speaking of Down Under, I have many problems with my arch nemesis, Jugs, <laughs> hey, from we- Full Metal Podcast. Congrats on your second stripe, Jugs. Yeah. Or wait, I should say fucking oath mate (laughs) (laughs) you know what um jugs is an asshole and he just gives me shit nonstop. dude i understand this chris chris is so mad at jugs right now that he will send me anything that fucks with australia chris will send me on instagram what was the uh what was the their famous painter that you sent me oh shit yeah the guy who paints they call him something like it's prick prick casso or something the guy does paintings with his penis and goes by the name prick casso and (laughs) so i sent it to you jugs and jimmy and i was like of course australia does (laughs) jugs replied with he's a national treasure So we have a new uh, sponsor, uh, Stupid Rash Guards, and so we took. Yeah, and that's photo- that's the name of them. It really is called StupidRashGuards.com. Oh, yeah. yeah, and so we took photos and posted it, and I'll let you say what. Okay, so <laughs> we took. I went for one of the more vibrant ones. Oh, because it was for your birthday was uh, last Friday, and yep. uh, which means that Chris is now officially a year older than me. Because sometimes we're the same age. Oh, you hate it. And I fucking hate it. But then six months out of the year, you're older, and I just walk up and tell people, well, if he's, if he's, he's 47. He's one year older <laughs> than me. And I'm 46 right now. That makes him one year older. Yeah, yeah. It's the best. But I had on a, uh, my rash guard was fluorescent pink with donuts and unicorns, cartoon donuts and unicorns on it. And your rash guard said, fuck points. It's a badass one. Yeah. And his response back was, how in the hell does Chris look stupider than you in this picture? (laughs) (laughs) You know what, Jugs? um, Words hurt. (laughs) Words hurt. And uh, yeah, I don't know how it... So this is the thing that's troubling to me. When you and I became friends and... There was just like this known thing that everyone gave you shit. And it seems like it's changed. So uh, you want to know why? It's because they got to know both of you and me. And if you looked at us, you'd be like, obviously the little guy covered in tattoos. He's the asshole out of the group. And then they get to know you, Chris, and realize you're the asshole <laughs> out of the group. <laughs> I dispute that. <laughs> I'm not an asshole. But, I'm just misunderstood. But just just know, Chris, everyone we meet already thinks I'm the asshole. And you got to get to know him for a while. And then they realize oh, you're the so asshole. so what you're saying is... It's like our birthdays. <laughs> well, what you're saying is that I present myself as not the asshole. And it takes a little while for people to figure it out. Yeah, because if people so, didn't know well, us... Well, that's better. Because you're just right out of the gate, the asshole. I, yeah, I, I'm... Pff- Dude, I've had people that wanted to kill me that I never even spoke to before. That was me. I just have that. <laughs> I just have that face that people want to punch. Yep. 
No, I totally concur with that. <laughs> um, all right. So I guess another big topic. Um, the NBA is back. Fuck yeah. Our teams played yesterday, but I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about the game. Oh, it's not important. Fuck. I left my broom at home. <laughs> you know because what? we swept the jazz this year hey chris you know what i'm gonna say to you what you said to me the past six years okay i'm not gonna kick a man while he's down you just did though <laughs> see no i meant i meant i'm gonna talk about shit then i'm gonna say what you say to me i just said no, i was gonna but say i don't even talk to shit because once it's over once it's oh, over oh it's- no i'm talking shit but i wanted to say what you've been saying to me for seven <laughs> fucking years dude uh yeah you know what so that game last night i was impressed with my team i mean both teams came to play like for three quarters well maybe two and a half i, I was I mean, scared yeah, i was scared like I mean, halftime i was donovan scared. mitchell was a man because donovan mitchell's kind of like uh damian lillard like he really picks up like fourth quarter dude how tall is rudy gobert dude he's like seven one I thought AD was a big dude, and then when I saw them on the floor, I'm like, oh, my God. Dude, the teams, I was really proud of my team. They came to play, but the thing is with them, if they go down by, like, more than 14 points. They just start they, rushing shots. and They fucking fold, and so I knew. I mean, I called it in, like, the third. I'm like, yep, this game's over, and it was. Uh, so, so, dude, the, Chris and I have this little, like, good luck thing, too, when uh, – when our teams aren't playing each other, well, like, if if you're playing another team and you're, you guys are down, you will always send me a text like, that's it, my fucking team sucks, it's over. And they usually come back and win when you send me one of those texts. So last night... <laughs> uh, the Jazz, jazz went, it was two points, it was, two zero. It was two zero. Like, <laughs> send me the screenshot of the score, like, all right, that's it, my team sucks, congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish, I wish that would have held, but... Uh, yeah, no, it's good to have. I mean, it, I've been really enjoying the UFC because it felt like they've been having, I mean, goddamn fights like every oh, week. Oh, Fight Island! <laughs> yeah, but it felt like it was a little slice of normal. And so now with basketball, like, I've actually enjoyed watching the games. I didn't think I you, would without fans. But You know what? They did a really fucking good job on, with, like, the uh, digital people in the background. Yeah, I... And you and like anytime it's like if somebody has the home court they they like pump in like uh you know Utah's home home stadium crowd yeah. and like they did a fucking really good job. I'm looking it. forward to the playoffs. I mean, my team clinched. I'm just hoping we get out of the first round. I mean, quite frankly, I'm a realist. We lost like our third best scorer had wrist surgery and so if we can get out of the first round, I just, dude, I don't want to lose to what? the fucking Rockets, man. It seems to me it's... Fuck Rockets. Based on what I've seen for the bubble, whatever team shots are going down, they're winning. Hence, uh, I just see you text, the Suns just won a buzzer beater over the Clippers. Could and be, I, you was, know what? I was but laughing. The Suns and like the Kings are like a team that their record is not great. They're not going to make the playoffs. But, dude, they every dog has its day. I mean, they have shooters. Like, if if, if hey, Booker fucking goes up, I mean, that guy will score, like, 60 points. That was the second time this year they beat the Clippers. Like, they kind of have the Clippers' number. Yeah, they're teams that have each other's number. And I, I don't know. I'm enjoying it. I just, 
you know, I think the fucking Raptors are going to come out of the East. Those guys are super tough, even without Kawhi, which really cracks oh, me up. Oh, I'd rather play in the finals. I'd rather have the Lakers play the Bucks than I would the Raptors. Raptors, I feel like, like Raptors have, have are, our number. Raptors are really good, and they've kind of flown under the radar. Yeah, they get a lot of shit just because just cause Kawhi left. Like, I've never heard a defending champion team have so much disrespect. They're not even in the conversation when you hear them talking about the, the East. But, dude, they have fucking a tough team yeah they're nothing to like take lightly dude so i i mean i feel that i mean they're probably like four or five teams that i feel that are in the conversation of winning it all which i think is normally a regular season i'm like there might be three teams two or three teams so you're like yeah they can go either way but i don't know it'll be a fun playoff i mean it's weird to think that finals aren't gonna be over until October. I know. And then that our next season starts in like December. I know. These guys must be buck, fucking bombed. Dude, can you, I, we get to watch basketball. Well, it, it is normally in December, Christmas Day and stuff, but like the season starts in December. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. No, it's, man. it's better. I, it's I, better. I, I, <laughs> it's more better. Uh, all right. Anyway, so on this episode, we're going to do top five things that are going to kill us before COVID 19. Yeah. Uh, we have King Daniel, who will be joining us. And um, fellow uh, Dawn Patrol. And uh, rock star. And uh, yeah, he's a rock star. Yeah. And uh, so we really need to ask him, what is a rock star doing coming on Best Friend Maze? But whatever, dude. I'm not judging. I'm not, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to judge him. It's cool, baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're going to recommend some shit. And uh, yeah, that's it. Let's get this party started. Ladies and gentlemen, introducing out of Costa Mesa, California, two of the meanest podcasters in the game, both Brazilian jiu-jitsu artists with a background in being family men, Chris and Johnny from Best Frenemies, we salute you on this day, you savages. Ha! What's up, bitches? And now, back by popular demand, it's time for Best Frenemies Top 5 List. All right. Thanks for that intro, Donnie Darko. All right. This is uh, Top 5 Things That Will Kill Us Before COVID-19. However, before we get into that... We forgot to talk about something that had us laughing our asses off on the break. And that's uh, one of the main reasons the Lakers beat the Clippers is because sweet Lou. Uh, Lou Williams. Lou Williams got uh, busted when he left to go to a family funeral. And some pictures surfaced of uh, some rapper, I don't know his name because I don't listen to rap, uh, posted a picture with him in a club. Turned out to be a strip club, and uh, Lou's excuse was <laughs> that it's his favorite restaurant in Atlanta, and he was there for chicken wings. Dude, you know, the thing with that, if you own your shit, and you own your mistakes, and go, yeah, I went to a strip club. But he tried to pawn it off on the chicken wings, 
And he's like, ask anyone who knows me. And I always go to this restaurant. Yeah, it got, the story got dumber and dumber because then, then he's like, he's, they're like, that's an old picture. It's like, really? We were fucking wearing face masks two years ago. <laughs> Number one. And then when they looked at the face mask, cause he was wearing a face mask in the picture. They looked at the face mask and it happened to be the, uh, issued bubble face mask that he had on in the picture that he chose to wear that night too. And then a stripper came out and said, <laughs> yeah, he didn't come in for the chicken wings. <laughs> <laughs> they, she did say he tipped really good. Yeah, no, he's a good tipper. And she said that she gave a social distance dance to him where I think she's lying. <laughs> Dude, I didn't read that. Really? Yeah. How the fuck do you she, do that? She's trying to, <laughs> She's trying to claim she was dancing six feet from him, dude. Dude, shut up. You think... You're not going to tip well for that. Okay, first of all, dude, a stripper is going to go... An NBA superstar's in your strip club, and you're going to play it by the book, by the rules. I, uh... I mean, HJ for sure. <laughs> HJ BJ for sure. <laughs> they... Anytime I hear that, like, dude, Lou William, I mean, guy has millionaire, great basketball player. And I'm like, dude, why does he go in a strip club, man? Bring those chicks to the bubble, you know? Chris, but then, I tell you, they have the best lemon pepper chicken wings <laughs> ever there. <laughs> but I always think of Charlie Sheen, like, when asked, like, why do you pay for sex? He's like, man, I don't pay for sex. I pay him to go away. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, anyway, all right, well. <laughs> Thanks for letting me get that off my chest, Chris. Yeah, no, that was super important to you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you just like having, pointing out people that have uh, worse personal judgment than you. Well, no, and I can totally relate, because growing up down here, we used to have Mr. J's Strip yeah. Club. Yeah. And I told my brother the other day that when I die and go to heaven, heaven is going to be the entrance into Mr. J's. <laughs> Johnny, you ain't going to heaven. <laughs> <laughs> well, then good. The music's better down there anyways. <laughs> All the cool people are in hell. <laughs> okay, so now we're back to top five things that will kill us before COVID-19. I'm going to start. My number five, um, I, if you ask my wife, uh, I take big bites of food. Uh, I can, you know, I can cram a lot of shit in my mouth. <laughs> you want to go camping? <laughs> <laughs> what what, ma what mountain are we going to? Got him. <laughs> Brokeback. Uh, it's called Brokeback Mountain. So I, I'm pretty confident um, I will probably choke on something before I die of COVID-19. So that's my number five. I'm going to choke on something. <laughs> and you said uh, more than likely it's a, uh, a carb-free tortilla. Yeah, low-carb tortillas. <laughs> yeah. I uh, I was going to leave that off after I texted it to you, but yes, I take really big bites of low-carb tortillas. <laughs> All right. Coming in hot at my number five, I have uh, things that will kill me before COVID-19, and that would be uh, choking on a nicotine lozenge in my sleep, a.k.a. space smokes. So do you really suck on those like as you go to sleep? <laughs> yes, and you can't come over. <laughs> 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 no, I, I have a nicotine lozenge in my mouth pretty much all day long. I even jujitsu, except for sparring, I'll chew it up and swallow it. But I, I love the nicotine. I haven't smoked for 15 years, but uh, yeah, I still have the nicotine running through my veins. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. 
uh, number four. Um, she kind of goes low on my list, but um, it's not because she's not lethal. My wife, Jamie. <laughs> but number one in your heart, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> low on the list, number one in your heart. Uh, if I randomly find out that I've died for some reason, I want you to have the cops investigate my wife. <laughs> Because I'm sure she's going to have blood on her hands. Like, if you're blown up by a water heater, like, don't believe it. Yes. Have the cops look into foul play. Yes. I want you to promise that. And. What's that show where it's like, it started out innocently enough. <laughs> <laughs> Unsolved mysteries. <laughs> yes, there's Johnny dude. going, I know that bitch did it. He told me to always check. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's your number four? Also, I promise to clear your, uh, your search history, too, on your computer. Oh, Chris. and my tablet and my phone. The trifecta. We got that deal. It's right. either help you f- help you uh, hide a body or clear all your history if you die. I got I, you, dude. I appreciate that. Thank you. There are I, many breadcrumbs there that lead <laughs> to not pleasant places. I'm very curious. I was looking for writing. <laughs> I got you, Chris. Research. Research for writing. Something I was writing. Into the mind of a killer. <laughs> okay, coming in at number four. Um, having a heart attack. Caused by my incredible lack of cardio during jiu-jitsu. That's very real. More real to me than COVID-19, Chris. So coming back from the shutdown, so like three months of not training, <sighs> the first 20 seconds of the first roll was like, this is not going to end well. Like the stamina went, completely went away. Yeah. And that's when I say like, why didn't I pick running? Like running some, you could run for, you could not run for like four months and still run four miles. Jiu-jitsu, like, that's one where you take two weeks off and you feel it. Oh, no, for sure. Like, Christmas, like, I would take two weeks off, and it's like, <gasps> I need a rest. Once again, proving the point, we're not the smartest bunch, dude. No, we're not. All right, my number three, um, pretty confident. Um, riding a motorcycle is not a smart thing to do uh, for longevity, but I have a motorcycle, and, uh, you know, What's the what's the motorcycle rider's code? It's not when it's not if you'll get an accident, but when. Yeah, I mean it's not if, but when. Uh, but if I do die on a motorcycle, there's a motorcycle accident. I still want you to have the cops investigate my wife. Because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying that she is gonna do it, but she might. Things, things all right at home during COVID, Chris? No, she's actually started telling me to stop blinking so loudly. <laughs> and actually, uh, since I'm unemployed, I am worth more dead than alive. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, what's your number three? My number three is uh, Donnie Darko, my son, for any reason, really. I know he's just buying time right now. I see the way he looks at me sometimes. <laughs> If something doesn't go his way, he just gives me this look, and it's fucking terrifying, Chris. He's 11. I can still take him right now, though, and he knows. He knows, he knows going back to my jiu-jitsu, I'll fuck up a kid or a girl. I don't care. Tap's tap. Oh, no. People know you for that. Like, tap, tap's tap. Fucking tap's tap. <laughs> don't you think it's funny, too, that one kid that you uh, fucking injured rolling, and now isn't he like a world champ, like purple belt? Yeah, but he's got to wear a knee brace. Uh, all right my number uh two is uh 
my number two thing that will kill me before COVID-19. Uh, not tapping to a lower belt in jujitsu uh, might kill me. Um, because there are times where it's just like, I can't tap. I can't tap to a lower <laughs> belt. So, that so re- refusal to tap to a lower belt will end up killing you? It might. I mean, shame. Shame can kill you, right? Yeah, I respect that, Chris. All right. I respect that. Yeah. All right, what's your number two? Maybe, maybe I'll talk uh, one of the professors to putting a, a black belt in your casket. You know what? That is such a shitty story. So Paul Walker, Fast and Furious fame, was a brown belt when he died. For years. Yeah. And was really good. And he dies and his fucking professor goes to the funeral and puts a black belt in his casket, which I understand the sentiment. But it's like, don't you think he would have fucking liked that when he was alive? Dude, okay. If I die and... Someone tries to put a black belt in the casket. I want you to take it out and throw it away. <laughs> and it's like his whole afterlife is ruined. I'll reach in your casket, grab it, and yell at the room. Too fast. Too furious. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. What's your number two? <laughs> All right. Getting back to my number two is things that'll kill me instead of COVID-19 is deciding to start riding a motorcycle to dip my toes into biker babes and, uh, and, and immediately get killed on my 50cc by a, by a big rig. <laughs> you know what? Um, I actually don't know if 50cc is actually street legal. <laughs> it is for me. I look just like a normal <laughs> motorcycle rider. Uh, it's like for pictures, Chris. You know, so you sent me uh, videos over the years about, hey, this is actual footage of me riding my motorcycle for the first time, and it's like a little monkey on a motorcycle. <laughs> Eating all, shit. They eat shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it always No, it's like once a week, I'll send you a motorcycle crash and be like, just me trying to ride a motorcycle, because I'm dangerous on four wheels, and I don't know why I picked a job where I drive for a living, but yeah. I'm, t- dude, if you see me coming down the street in the Rockstar van, Stay the fuck off the sidewalks. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> There's a lot going on in there. I'm, I'm a lot going. On. I'm, I'm texting. I'm changing music, and I'm going 80 miles an hour, dude. Hey, you're doing the Lord's work. That's right. Uh, all right, my number one reason um, that I would die over before COVID-19 will kill me. Um, let's be honest, autoerotic. Uh, oh shit, dude! I stammered over autoerotic asphyxiation <laughs> you could have just said michael hutchinson <laughs> or uh carradine oh uh, yeah yeah the carradine one i don't know if this is true but they caught him he was wearing like high heels and like fishnet stockings he wrote something fucking like adios like you know i put this in here for you know obviously a, you know a joke <laughs> but as i did this no have you ever been strangled like when having sex no not really i've had some chicks like uh, slap me and stuff because and i'm like just because i have tattoos doesn't mean i like pain dude <laughs> <laughs> like unexpectedly yeah you, like you don't ask them they just fucking yeah, slap they, you yeah, all crazy and you're like what the fuck is your problem dude i think that would ruin it for me oh it does Ru- they're, they don't get a call back <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gonna be swiping left next time, bitch. You don't ever hit the money maker. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't understand the choking yourself and like you gotta whack. have you gotta have a lemon wedge in your mouth, Chris, and you bite down so you don't pass out with the belt around your neck. So I've been told. 
Dude, but like, you strangle yourself while you're whacking off? Yeah. Not me. <laughs> I mean, that's, I don't know. That's your pick. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the reason why I'm asking is because, I mean, I might die when I first try it. Yeah. I mean, but anyway. All right, what's your number one? Well, if you die, I'll, I'll tie a black belt around your neck. <laughs> All right. <sighs> tie a black belt around me and then That'll actually be- have the cops investigate Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's go. So my number one, things that will kill me before COVID-19, Tinder. <laughs> now, let me explain, Chris. I think I got it. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> No, you don't understand. Tinder, Tinder's very dangerous, dude. Like, when, next time I go on a Tinder date, Chris, I'm going to have to tell you where I'm going to be <laughs> and the address because I might not come home. You don't know. It's, it's a crazy world out there now. And these girls with the angles, you think you're getting a hot chick and then you can, you know, total fatty. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> they fool you with the sexy boob boob up picture, and then you go, and the body is. But false don't advertising. I mean? You put on your profile that you're a brown belt in jujitsu, right? I yeah. And that a taps a tap, woman, child doesn't <laughs> yeah. matter. <laughs> yeah, you can never be too too safe out there. God damn it! All right, well, I guess what we're saying is we're gonna die of a bunch of other things before COVID nineteen. But yeah. if this were a movie. In a week, you and I are going to be dead from COVID-19. COVID-19. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. All Fair right. Enough. Thank you. I've been talking to myself a lot these days, these days. Talking to myself a lot these days, these days. These days I can't seem to stop the feeling. These days. have a special guest today we have daniel Fornasa, has joined us aka king daniel all right and uh <laughs> he is um a musician but more importantly um he's a dawn patroller dawn patrol alumni yeah that's right <laughs> oh yeah and uh you know what so well real quick that was uh the the song that we just brought you in with was uh king daniel song these days Thank you, guys. Thank you for uh, playing that. Johnny sent me the video today. Yeah. 
Dude, that fucking video is rad. It's pretty solid, right? Dude, it's, you got to drive a DeLorean? Dude, a DeLorean, and then they did, like, homage to They Live. They Live, dude. Oh, yeah. Wow, you guys really did your research. Yeah, that's no, true. No, we knew that. We're dude, old. We're nerds. We're, and we're old, dude. We, we went and saw They Live in the movie theaters. Yeah, wow. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, we worked hard on that video. It's definitely an indie release, so uh, anyone that wants to watch it, make that view count go up. Check it out on youtube king daniel when these did days. when did you shoot that uh i think we shot it like a year ago um and yeah i have a couple of music videos out uh, i work with my friend miles who's like a producer uh at disney but when he's not working for the man he's doing uh indie rock music videos so we did one where we got in a delorean and it's like multi-dimensional uh I got to fight these lizard people. Yeah, dude. You know, just like in re- real life. And then <laughs> uh, the other one we did for there, there, it's like the devil tries to um, make me join the Illuminati, which another reference to real life. You know what I mean? The devil's, right. The devil's always out <laughs> for a, a handsome young musician and trying to get him to join the Illuminati. So you got an arm drag, take the back, <laughs> quick uh, rear naked choke on uh, the devil himself. And bust out of there. Check out that. It's on YouTube, King Daniel. They're there. So I need to ask you, um, Daniel, how much weed do you smoke a day? <laughs> so that's a great question. <laughs> that's a great question. Chris. <laughs> and uh, it's, a funny, uh, it's a funny question and it's a funny answer. I used to smoke a large amount of cannabis, you know what I mean? But uh, now I'm a dad, so like I've slowed down with my consumption a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like I still, I still uh partake in uh medical marijuana but um a lot less i used to like if i was coming to an interview like this i would be chain smoking joints at the interview uh you know just to like show everyone i was a rock star or whatever but now i'm 30 and i'm a dad oh 30 shut out. the fuck <laughs> yeah. up really chris do you remember when you're 30 fucking bulletproof <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of rockstar so when you first when did you join dawn patrol you've been there for- so yeah i started training at aoj like december uh last year so, so december 2019 or something so it's been like a year yeah so coming up this guy dan unassuming quiet yeah. starts training purple belt comes in and so I had posted something on Don Patrol Shaming, and I see this King Daniel had liked it. And I'm like, King Daniel? I'm like, who is that? And I'm looking at I'm like, oh, shit. He's a fucking rock star. And I tell Johnny, of course, I send out the bat signal. I'm yeah. like, dude, we got a rock star in Don Patrol. And he's like, what kind of self-respecting rock star gets up at 530 to train? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He should be sleeping till noon. Oh, yeah. I've definitely uh, lived that um life as well like the cliche rock star life and uh honestly like then it's brought me to jujitsu and uh and it's way nicer waking up early uh not being hungover you know what i mean and uh living that jujitsu lifestyle man it's the best that's the dream so my other quick thing is so with covid19 shutting down jujitsu when they open back up it appeared that you would, you were training like right from the get go. Like you yeah. were back day one. 
Johnny and I were not back at day one. Yeah. So my first day back, you and I spar. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah, you guys were all waiting for us, I'm dude. like, Dan's oh, yeah. going for it. They had a like, head start. <laughs> Slow down. You're going too fast. And his little, his little training partner, Tom, with his... Oh, yeah. You guys have, like, started your own. Like, that's that's your training partner, huh? Like, he's your Johnny. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Tom, the White Wolf. White Wolf <laughs> BJJ on Instagram. Tom's a great guy, and he's uh, nice. Yeah, he's a he's nice guy. really nice guy, and he's an IBJJF uh, competitor, and he is like super technical, good knowledge of jujitsu, and so I'm happy to drill with him. And God bless. <laughs> I so that day, that my first day back, I rolled with you and him, and it was like, oh, these fuckers. Oh yeah, <laughs> this is bullshit. Good, good. No, this is bullshit. Yeah, no, we we started laughing. We're like Chris and I were like we're like. Don't purple belts know that that's when they get to relax and chill? <laughs> what the fuck yeah. is those guys' yeah. problems? They're long, doing it wrong. How long have you uh, been a purple belt now? Yeah, so that's the thing. Like, um, everyone has their own jujitsu journey for sure. Especially if you've, uh, if you're a purple belt or a brown belt or whatever, a black belt. You've been training for a while. Um, so I started jujitsu uh, back in New Jersey in like 2013. Um, and I was doing the same thing there. I was, you know, just a rock star playing shows in New York. <laughs> uh, I play clubs, so I'm not like a real rock star, but I'm like an indie rock star. So like I could play a sold out club, which is only like, you know, 150, 200 people, not 200,000 or anything crazy. But uh, I could play a club, have a uh, fun night. And I was happy to do that every night in New York City and just party and uh whatever, I was in my early 20s, so it's fine, and I got out of my system, but uh, even then, I knew, like, ah, there's got to be more to life, like, I got to learn how to, like, defend myself, and, you know, growing up, I watched a lot of Chuck Norris movies and stuff, so I always dreamed, like, all right, I got to, you know, if it all goes down, I got to be able to uh, fight, you know what I mean, like a ninja, so I started doing jiu-jitsu, uh, Brazilian, Brazilian jiu-jitsu in New Jersey. Who'd you train? And I trained uh, under this great guy, Mike Merkulik, who uh, he he did IBJJF, did the Mundials like 2003 or something. Um, great guy, very technical. His whole thing was like technique over everything. Um, and so meanwhile, it's 2013. I'm in New Jersey. I'm watching like Art of Jiu-Jitsu get started and everything on YouTube, the white mats. Like, oh my God, that's the coolest thing ever. And uh, it's in my head already, but I'm living in New Jersey. And uh, I'm living there, playing concerts. I have a good friendship with Mike, but I'm like, you know, training three days a week, whatever. Then I'm like, all right, I got to get better. I start training 6 a.m. there and then also nights. All right, I got to get better. Then I start training every day. Uh, get my blue belt. You know what I mean? You're like trying so hard to get your freaking blue belt. Yeah. You'll train five times a day. You know what I mean? You don't <laughs> care. And I uh, get my blue belt. Decide I'm going to move to California because L.A. will be good for music and it's cheaper than living in New York go move to LA, say peace out to everyone, come home for, uh, maybe like literally maybe six months later, I went broke, <laughs> had to go back to New Jersey, live on my sister's couch. And, oh, and Mike like accepted me to come train, didn't charge me. And I was like, wow, I'm lucky. Let me at least just train and get my head straight, you know? And, uh, when I was home that time, uh, one day, uh, I got a phone call and Mike died in a fiery car 
uh, auto accident. Oh shit! And I was like, this is this is this can't be real. You know what I mean? Like you never expect anything like that to happen. So the guy uh, who was like the assistant instructor, my friend Julio, um, he ended up opening a school in New Jersey. All of the members of my school trained there. This is like five or six years ago now. But uh, I was like, wow, this is so crazy. Like, oh, my God, I'm going to promise myself that I'm never going to stop training, even though, like, I'm trying to do music and all that. I'm never going to stop training. I'm never going to stop training. So I moved to, uh, back to L.A. after a couple months, like, on my sister's couch, getting my head together. Uh, I leave uh, my friend Julio, who just started his new jiu-jitsu school to take over the uh, Mike Merkulik Academy, come to L.A. And I'm like, all right, I got to train. I got to train. I got to train. I got to train. I find a spot to train, and it's this guy, Artin uh, Sajinian, and he's like this Armenian badass in Glendale, like ready to gangster, but great at jiu-jitsu. Uh-huh. Cicero Costa Black Belt, so it's more like modern jiu-jitsu. I'm starting to finally see like De La Hiva, uh, X-Guard, all that uh, modern guard stuff. So he kicks my ass. I'm like a blue, out of shape blue belt, you know what I mean? Like thinking like I'm good at jiu-jitsu. I go into their like warehouse. I get wrecked by the white belts and I'm like oh god all right I gotta start over <laughs> all over again so I trained there for uh like four or five years in uh Highland Park in LA so I got my purple belt like two years ago at this point but I was a I was a blue belt for like four or five years too you know what I mean so that's so what happens when I'm you like, trained change schools yeah too, like dude. I changed schools I I would go on tour for like two months come back out of shape train throw up like have to run, out, <laughs> have to run out of the warehouse and throw up. Like I've been, uh, yeah, I've been way less healthy training and it's way less fun. So like, yeah, I would definitely recommend not drinking and training and you'll be a happier person. So what made you uh, pick up? I saw you, you play the guitar. Yeah. What do you play any other instruments? Uh, I I'm a jack of all trades, master of none when it comes to instruments. But uh, I guess my specialty just would be singing or something yeah. singing and guitar <laughs> singing dude. and guitar yeah i play piano too but um not so much anymore and what what made you uh want to go from hobby to be a professional musician yeah. yeah well you know when i was growing up when i was in high school i had like another uh intense uh experience my dad died when i was 14 I'm sorry to hear that. No, no, it's it's all good. Johnny, it's not your fault. (laughs) But uh, my dad died when I was 14. And then like, I was so fed up with uh, the world, basically, at that point, that I was like, all right, I was so fed up with school. Like, I couldn't believe that they were going to make me go to school and do homework after my dad died. Didn't seem fair, you know what I mean? So I just kind of like stopped doing schoolwork, stopped doing everything and was just playing guitar and like getting into that and writing songs and um, basically at that point I decided if I have to, if I have to continue living this whole bogus life without my dad, then I'm going to be a rock star. <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? Like I really, you just went all I in pretty from much there. was like, all right, I think I was 17 and, and, uh, I just like got my license, just got a little taste of freedom. And I just decided like, you know, I was so like, I, I was so bummed out about it that the only rational explanation for me was like, all right. I'll just be a rock star to make up for uh, my sadness or whatever. You know what I mean? Which <clears throat> is fun to do when you're a kid and it's good. It got me to uh, uh, into the music industry and like able to take all the rejection over and over and over and over. But um, 
when you get older, you have to uh, find positive motivation too, and not just like uh, sad. You can't just walk into sad situations and hope to get a life-changing uh, inspiration from it. Who are some of your uh, musical influences? Like when you were growing up, do you look to and you're like, dude, I want to be like them? Yeah. Um, basically, so when I was in high school, I was really getting into music and I was singing in this like, uh, this like really, uh, it sounds silly, but this really high level, uh, choir I was singing in when I was like 14, 15. So we did a tour of, uh, these famous cathedrals, like in Italy and Austria. So I sang in like St. Mark's Basilica in Venice and, uh, and, it was just such a fun experience, like going on tour, even though we yeah. were, you know, just in like a little bus, a bunch of kids, like going to Europe. We were like 16, so we were able to like drink beers at a couple of the, <laughs> the different cities, like uh, depending on the age of the country or whatever. And uh, I had so much fun doing that. I was just like, all right, even if I'm just in a van playing songs every night and all I do is get two beers and a hot dog, like let's do it. You know what I mean? Which is the attitude you need to have to do the music industry, but, um, which is, yeah, the attitude you need to have to do the music industry. <laughs> and he's being modest too. Cause he's also a producer and, uh, that's, that's a whole nother trade. Dude. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, that's the thing. Once you, uh, so I dedicated my life to it. I was 17. Uh, I was playing bars and stuff in North Jersey when I'm 17, uh, playing shows every week already. I had a high school band. I'm playing shows in the city. Then I went to uh, music industry college in Philadelphia, which is retarded. I wish someone told me <laughs> you didn't need to do that, but <laughs> I wanted to go to college, so I did that and took on uh, debt for no reason. But uh, I, then I'm playing... Trust me, I went yeah. to film school. I understand. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All art school at this point. But... Um, so then I was living in Philly, playing shows. I wasn't 21 yet. I was like 18, 19 with a fake ID, like playing these bars like all over the East Coast. Um, sometimes getting kicked out of the bar before I even play my show. And, like, oh, just embarrassed. Rock star. Just getting, yeah, so <laughs> embarrassed. So many embarrassing things. But um, then, uh, so, but meanwhile, I'm like, okay, I'm learning how to record. I'm recording a lot of songs with these different bands. Uh, learning how to produce records. So um, over the last few years, since, uh, you know, moving to LA and like establishing myself, like in the live venues and stuff, I've worked with different uh, friends, artists, and, you know, recorded with them, produced for them. And, uh, and it's great. So now, yeah, exactly. So like fast forward through all that, uh, I'm living in LA, I'm going out and touring, I'm going to Mexico or whatever, I'm coming home, I'm I'm uh, going up the West Coast for two weeks, coming home. And finally, I said, uh, you know what? I have a baby on the way. I'm sick of L.A. L.A. is really not what it used to be. Uh, let's go to Orange County, baby. So we packed <laughs> our stuff, and we went to Orange County. And uh, we had the baby October 21st. And then I was like, okay, I need to train somewhere ASAP. I, I think I, let, I was with the baby for the first month, you know what I mean, in November. And then ran that month and then started training at AOJ. Thank God. God bless. And, you know uh, what? I'm, that's I'm my just, life story. I'm just, <laughs> just going to be honest. I don't think my wife would let me train jujitsu one month one, after my baby was born. No, I, I remember working and when I would, that was when I had to take the train to San Diego 
and I, it was like a 12-hour workday, and right when I'd come home exhausted, my wife would say, oh, just in time. Here, <laughs> just in time to give your child a bath. Yeah. <laughs> no. yeah, bath time is crucial. But that, that explains, Chris, now that you think about it, that explains the Dawn Patrol, because you can get away with waking up, training, and coming home, and everyone's still asleep. No, that's the yes. reason why Dawn Patrol, because it doesn't count if my family's asleep. Yeah. Yes. And if I train at night, Oh, dude, big problems, big problems. Big problems, but <laughs> in the morning, so it's just like, and then I hate getting up early. Like, during the quarantine, the one good thing about quarantine was that no one was training. The academy was shut down. Bro, so people were training. It was just secret. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Dawn Patrol. That's what you tell yourself every morning. <laughs> They're not training. I'll just go back to bed. Dude, I never <laughs> got as much sleep as I did for those, like, two and a half months. It was fucking fantastic. Yeah, I just I had to work, asshole. Yeah. Every day. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's the thing. Like, the family, balancing the family and the relationships with jujitsu is, like, its own hard thing to figure out. You know what I mean? Just as hard as passing guard or sweeping someone, you got to figure out how to, like, compromise with your wife where it's like, okay, I need to go train. I need to get this uh, for my own mental health. How do we... How do we figure this out? Because I need to train every day. Yeah. So do you if, train every day? Uh, Monday through Friday. Yeah. Monday you know, Friday. you don't get extra credit for Tuesdays and Thursdays. <laughs> I know, but but you do. You feel better. You know what I mean? <laughs> Shut up, dude. Hey, so, hey, we're we're old. Old. hey, I train. I'm training Sundays too. I'm drilling on Sundays. We're, man, we're so old, I'm dude. Six days. <laughs> Our bodies need to heal on so, those days. So, all right, this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna give you a login to Dom Patrol shaming, and you can start shaming people on Tuesdays and Thursdays. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. Because I'm not fucking going Tuesdays. I don't like to be too sh- too shamey, but um, no, okay. no, no. I'll, but I will. But Just I'll take the login. Chris, that's I'll, take what the, I do. I'll take the login if I'll. <laughs> I'll get in there. <laughs> and that's, you know what? And shame Johnny as much as you want for not showing up. Me? No, not so much. Those, those posts might get deleted. Yeah. Uh, okay, so going back to music, who do you, so this is the ongoing joke. Really, Johnny? Go ahead. <laughs> uh, who are, so the ongoing joke is that I don't listen to music. I mean, pretty much I don't listen to music. No, he doesn't listen to music. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of true. Who do you listen to right now? Like, who's good that you're just like, oh, man, these guys fucking rock or these gals rock? Yeah, that's a great question. And I think it is more common than uh, people even realize. Like, we all listen to music when we're teenagers and we have time to find bands and, like, go see shows and do all that stuff. And then we get older and... Uh, we just listened to what we used to like when we were teenagers and had time to find bands, you know what I mean? (laughs) But uh, right now, um, like I said, I like indie rock. So uh, I really like this band, The War on Drugs. Have you ever heard of them? The War on Drugs? I have. Yeah, they're awesome. Yeah. Shocking, I haven't. They're they're (laughs) good, like driving music, like it's rocking. I st- rockin I on. never stopped searching for the n- the next band. Good, I, good. Like I no Johnny's I, really, extra credit to to Johnny. <laughs> no Johnny does get extra credit for music. I mean I he, I need music like oxygen. Like I've never stopped. He I, hasn't I worked read in three different record stores though growing up. So like that's kind of been instilled in me. To, he hasn't read a novel since uh, you know 2011. But whatever, dude. He since, keeps he since keeps, Catcher in the Rye came out. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. So War on Drugs, who else? So the War on Drugs is good. And they're they're in the last like few few years, if you haven't listened to Rock in a while. Uh, I really like this other band, Dr. Dog. And they're kind of like a Philly indie rock band, and they're amazing. Uh, lots of good harmonies, very, uh, very good, catchy songs. I like music that, like Johnny said, like uh, is oxygen and gives you energy to like go do stuff. You know, it's almost like its own uh, uh, music is its own drug. You know what I mean? It's its own caffeine or whatever. And um, I like songs that get me pumped. So like I'm listening to music on the way to training. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm always trying to use it however I can. I listen to boring music to fall asleep. <laughs> I'm always trying to use it, but yeah, the war on drugs, Dr. Dog. Um, I feel like I should say like a politically correct answer to, let me think of some women artists. Casey Musgraves <laughs> had a great record last year, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, there's there's so much good music out there, and uh, I think if anything, if you're going to take one takeaway from this episode, I would check out King Daniel. You know, <laughs> yeah, he's all over. That he, is, he's on YouTube, and uh, he actually has a, a new album out on Bandcamp, uh, where the proceeds go to him better. So, Bandcamp. Actually, we're gonna um, the King Daniel dot bandcamp.com and we're gonna what's what's the second single that we're, we're gonna play another single right now when we when we get off the segment what is it uh the next single is there there all right by king daniel king daniel thanks for coming in thank, thank you thank you we'll see you at dawn patrol tomorrow that's what i want to name my daughter you call her Brooke Well she gon' call me father Generations Why even bother When they're hiding the truth From my sons and our daughters They're taking our youth There, there, there They're taking our youth
tell you that you never hear from me at all again. There, there, my love. Sorry, I never called. rolling (laughs) and we're back (laughs) uh all right this is recommendation so i'm gonna go first uh there is if you have amazon prime video uh there's a documentary called milius it's about the director john milius who uh wrote apocalypse now he wrote and directed red dawn um, he came up with, uh, you know, George Lucas, Francis Ford Coppola, Steven Spielberg, who's part of that crew. Um, and it is, dude, it is a really good documentary. I mean, I, I kind of had a cursory understanding of him or, you know, knew about his life and he always kind of, uh, like a gun toting warrior. Oh, he also wrote and directed Conan. Nice. Uh, he always fancied himself as you know, kind of this warrior guy and, uh, it goes into his story and he, that period of Hollywood fascinates me and how these guys like the Hollywood studio system was just like, before they came along, like Hollywood was dying. Like all these conglomerates were buying the studios. And so these young guns that were kind of like the first, you know, wave of that came out of like, film schools like film schools haven't been around for a long time but they were like the the rogue young guys oh yeah they were just like and milius was like super young and getting these writing assignments and uh he uh really interesting story and uh and i actually i didn't even know that he had a stroke like uh about five years ago and he's uh i mean they were like he couldn't talk he couldn't walk and he's rehabilitating himself and uh he's working on his still working on his passion project a movie about genghis khan oh really yeah and fucking that's gonna be rad oh no that'll be, <laughs> i mean that's right up his i mean because the thing is his movies and you can't say this about everyone from that period his movies still hold up conan yeah. the first conan the barbarian it's dope it's fucking great i mean i swear i watched that like every other year and it's like still holds up and red dawn 
I watched. <laughs> I made my son watch that like a couple months ago. Man, I love that film. And then, I mean, Apocalypse Now. Apocalypse Now is insane. It's. A, I mean, that movie is incredible. And he. So I think of like doing a story about Genghis Khan. I mean, he would be the guy to write it. He was. He wrote the script. And he was going to direct it at this point. They even said, like, well, he's not going to be able to direct it. But his script's still there, and they're still trying to get it made. But the documentary is, I mean, if you like any of those films, um, I think it's a great its a great documentary. So Milius on Amazon Prime. I'm going to watch that. That's on, it's in the queue. All right. Okay. Uh, my recommendation is the new PS4 game, Ghost of Tsushima. So, has that completely replaced porn in your life? Dude, I, I sent you a text when I got it and said, I am going to spend the next two months becoming an online samurai, and you can only <laughs> refer to me as my samurai name, Short Hate Song. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that's going to be my social life for the next two months. Dude, the fucking raddest part is they have, like, you can go into, like, the visual section you can just pause the game and it first of all looks beautiful like it's such a cool looking game like the world looks insane you can see leaves falling off trees but then you can go into uh you can go into uh akira kurosawa mode and it makes it look like it turns it like black and white and it looks just like you're all of a sudden now you're playing in the last like the seven samurai that's cool it's no it's and they make it grainy so it looks like you're watching the seven samurai but you're playing in it it's it it's insane you know they uh so my son has a was a ps4 yeah and uh shit, what did he get it was like the spider-man game like two years ago or that something. game's badass too so we put it in and i was just like watching him play dude the graphics i mean it looks real i mean it's so clear and yeah. the level of detail i'm in awe like i mean that's why you these budgets for video games rival hollywood movies there yeah and and it feels like you're playing a movie like this the story's rad like he's his uh uncle is kidnapped and he's and he's got to come get it back and he like by uh genghis khan's grandson Ah, dude, it's dude, it's it's fucking dope. Like so, you're so in. Like right when you watch the beginning, you're like, I am so fucking in on this game. So how much better is Donovan at the game than you? He's he's. You know what? This is dad's game, dude. <laughs> Keep your goddamn hands off of it. Don't touch it. I gotta be better. I need something for myself, don't son. Even, don't even look at it. <laughs> you, you wouldn't understand. This is about samurais. <laughs> uh, all right. Well. I might have to borrow that game once you get tired of it. Uh, I'm never getting tired. I'll probably just buy one for your birthday. Um, oh, no. You gave me your beef jerky, dude. No, no. Delicious. Beef jerky is good, dude. Yeah. It was a good batch. Um, yeah. So it's on PS4. It's Ghost of Tushimi. Tushima. Nice. Excuse me. My, the samurais would be so disrespected. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to revoke your samurai card. <laughs> Sorry. Karate. Dirk, <laughs> Dirk would kill me if he... <laughs> karate. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, I'll check it out. Okay. And then uh, what, what song are you playing us out Well, with? Chris, I'm going to let you pick for the audience. Uh, we have... Oh, oh, you're giving me... Cho oh, thank choice, God. Choice, yeah. of a, choice of two covers. 
okay. that came out. Well, one is is one that just wasn't on my radar till till Professor Jeff just sent it out of the blue. It's, it's a cake cake the the band Cake doing a Black Sabbath Paranoid. Okay. Or uh, two days ago, Corn released their cover of Devil Went Down to Georgia. Oh shit. I'm gonna have to do the corn, I guess. Okay. Yeah, I'm. I'm actually intrigued by that one. All right. So there you have it. This is corn with a with a yellow wolf doing. Devil went down to Georgia. Sweet. Georgia, he was looking for a soul to steal. He was in a bind, cause he's way behind and he's willing to make a deal. When he came upon this young man's song on the fiddle and playing it hot. And the devil jumped up on a hickory stump and said, Boy, let me tell you what! I guess you didn't know it, but I'm a fiddle player too. And if you care to take a dare, I'll make a bet with you. Now you play pretty good fiddle, boy, but give the devil his due. I bet a fiddle of gold against your soul, cause I think I'm better than you. The boy said my name's Johnny and it might be a sin But I'll take that bet and you're gonna regret Cause I'm the best there's ever been Johnny, you're rising up your bow and play your fiddle hard Cause hell broke loose in Georgia and the devil deals the cards And if you win, you get this shiny fiddle made of gold But if you lose, the devil gets your soul Son of a bitch, I'm the best it's ever been He played Fire on the mountain, run boys, run Fire on the mountain, run boys, run 